listen to the voice of survival podcast every other friday right here on the journey into comics network journeyintocomics.com the following is a journey into comics network production Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podcastrophy, episode 13. Today, I am joined by none other than, well, absolutely nobody. Uh, Today, I am flying solo. Uh, I had a guest, and uh, due to scheduling conflict and whatnot, he wasn't able to be on the show. So, it's just me today. Uh, Hopefully, we can get him on... Uh, sometime in the near future, uh, he's a really good friend of mine, and I've been—I've definitely been wanting to have him on. So hopefully, like I said, hopefully we can get him on. Um, yeah. So who knows how long this is really gonna run? It's actually, I think, the very first time on my show that I've gone solo. So who knows? Uh, I hope it's at least still as somewhat as entertaining as uh, a normal show with a guest. Uh, like I've said many times, the show really shines when uh, I have... I mean, it's, it's always really cool when I have one guest. And that's how, kind of how it's been for a lot of, uh, a lot of these, the episodes of this show. But the show really shines when I have two, three, four, five, six, seven, who knows how many fucking people. Uh, I like having people on here. I like having, um, I like having multiple people on here to... You know, just converse and shoot the shit, and uh, I I try to model my I try to model my podcast my show off of my favorite podcast, the Rooster Teeth podcast. It was the the first podcast that I listened to uh, that I know of, or at least re- listened to religiously, and uh, yeah. So and the, all, that's all they do on there. They just get in. They just get on there and they talk about uh, their lives. They talk about their uh, the, the work, it it used to be just a bunch of random shit. Uh, A lot of talk about lost back when they were known as the rooster teeth drunk tank. Um, yeah, it's, they always talk about what's going on in the world, be it politics, world events, uh, what's in the movies, what TV shows they're watching. And, uh, I like that. I like that a lot because it's just free form. It's just whatever they ended up talking about is what they talk about, which is kind of what I do. I mean, I always tell my guests, say, hey, if if there's some things you want to talk about, feel free to just bring it up. Make a list of things. Um, But anyway, so uh, like I said, I'm flying solo, and I'm very excited because I got some uh, new microphones that I've been wanting to test out. I'm using one of them right now, and this is uh, the SE Electronics. Oh, hold on. Let me look up what this is exactly because I can't remember what exactly it was because i'm cool like that 
But um, yeah, it's it's by SE Electronics. I can already tell it's absolutely fantastic. Um, let's see. Okay, it's the SE Electronics V7 handheld dynamic microphone. Uh, I saw this demoed on a video on um, what's his name Tanner. He's he's the singer for Rest Repose. Uh, he did a demo video, and I just happened to wake up. Uh, early last Monday morning and see this demo and I was like wow that's that sounds fantastic for a dynamic microphone uh, later on in the week he was on um, Ryan Bruce or Fluff's channel and uh, again demoing it uh, this time with Ryan Bruce uh, mixing it and whatnot but yeah it sounds fantastic uh, and it sounded fantastic in the demo and it sounds fantastic right now as as I'm monitoring it right now through headphones um, I also bought another microphone. I bought a Shure Super 55. It's, it's one of those old, it, it, it's, it's a microphone that looks like one of those classic, um, those old classic microphones from like the fifties and sixties that like Elvis made famous and stuff like that. Uh, I was, yeah, I got the limited, uh, pure black edition of it. Um, I was using this before I started I was just uh sound checking with it um i can't say for podcasting it would be a really great choice i mean i'm i'm kind of glad i have it but at the same time uh i feel like now it was kind of a waste of money because i mean i'm sure i'll find some use for it because uh being in the world of music and the world of audio uh there's always use for something somewhere and i'll find it but uh basically i was i was sound checking with it it sounded great while I was talking. That 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 was there's no issue there whatsoever. However, um, in between me talking, you could hear me breathing through my nose, and every little breath through my nose was picked up through the top of the microphone, and it just like really loud. That's exaggerated. I'm doing that on purpose, but uh, it was just really noticeable, and I. I, I couldn't live with that, so um, I switched to this microphone, and now I'm using this microphone for the podcast instead of that. It bums me out because I was really excited to use that microphone, and because it was the more expensive of the two. But oh well, live and learn. Um, but anyway, yeah. So here I am today. I'm 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 you you get me and me only today, and I'm. Kind of excited to do that, you know. Uh, I I had uh, a few options. I had a few backup options for guests, and um, eh, I just decided to fly solo because, you know, sometimes um, when the time comes, you have a plan, and well, if the plan doesn't go according to plan, you kind of you kind of lose motivation. And I'm I'm recording this really late. I should have recorded this last week. Instead, I'm recording at week of uh, launch. Um, but yeah, like I said, I I really wanted to guess. I had I have options in terms of people I can bring on. I just decided to fly solo because, well, after once you once you get past that point of well, shit, this didn't go as planned. I didn't get the the person I wanted. What do I do now? A little anxiety sets in, and you know you're. You're just like, uh, I don't know if I should ask this person now because 
now it's like i feel like it's gonna fail and and i know it's not i know it's not um i'm very confident in doing this this is like the podcasting has become quite the passion of mine and uh well um it's for the first time i'm it's something i'm very confident in what i'm doing uh i get positive feedback from this all the time and that that feels great it's good to know that my confidence in myself is also backed up by others confidence in me and others enjoyment of what i'm doing so uh for that i would like to thank everyone that has listened uh, i'd like to thank the journey into comics network nate brando especially because they're, they're the ones that brought me in to do my segments brought me in as a guest several times on journey into comics um i'd like to thank my friend nick maxson of bruise with dudes podcast for he was he was a, a a recurring guest for quite a few episodes and now that now that he's doing his podcast i can i don't really i don't really feel the need to bring him as a guest anymore because i mean he will be no doubt about it he will be back on the show but i don't feel the need to constantly be like hey do you want to do a podcast because i don't have a guest this week uh because you know he's got his own thing and that's okay he's got his own thing and i'm i'm on there quite a bit i've I think there's only two episodes that I am not on Brews with Dudes. And, you know, I'm, I'm really glad he's got that going for him. And, uh, you know, it's a fun show. I really enjoy doing that one uh, because I get to experience um, part of his life and what he does. And that's drink. I mean, <laughs> that's drink. Drink beers. Drink nice, awesome craft brews. And it, it expands my knowledge of that particular niche. And uh, I like that. I like the fact that I'm trying all these new beers. Even the beers that I know I'm not going to like, I try them anyways just to see if maybe I will like it. But, yeah, so uh, next week uh, I do have a guest lined up. And uh, he's actually coming here this week before the podcast premieres. But um, So next week, already good to go. Uh, I'm not, I, won't, I won't reveal who it is, but... We're definitely going to get some uh, Justice League talk in. I know uh, Nate and Brando definitely covered it pretty thoroughly on uh, this week's Journey into Comics. But, you know, I got to have my spin on it. I got to have my take. So, yeah, we're going to have that. Uh, I don't don't know if we're going to be, like, overly critical of it. It'll probably just be, like, you know, just fun, fun, uh, uh, not gloating, um... Just fun banter back and forth, you know, just showing some fan love because I think we both enjoyed it. Knowing knowing my guest, I think he enjoyed it. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but that's as far as I'll go about, ju- uh, yeah, Justice League. But uh, one thing I would definitely like to talk about that I don't think anybody on the network besides uh, Poor Boy from the Poor Report, uh, I don't think he's, I, I don't think anybody else has talked about it besides him, but is uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's probably amongst my favorites in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'd put it above... I'd put it right there with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I, I, I definitely... it was. I definitely felt it was better than Guardians 2. Uh, that being said, Guardians 2 was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I really enjoyed Kurt Russell and the rest of the cast. They did an excellent job, but... Thor Ragnarok definitely beats it out. Uh, very similar um, style, very similar 
using using more comedy than the typical Thor movie or the typical uh, Marvel movie. In fact, it, it almost seemed like uh, comedy was the the focus of the whole movie, which is okay. It's completely okay. I love I love comedy. I love to laugh. Who doesn't love to laugh? If you don't love to laugh, I think you're soulless. I think you don't have a soul. And that's saying a lot since I don't really believe in any divine being. I mean, that I know of. Uh, here we go. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I, lo- I really love the movie. Uh, the characters were so great. Jeff Goldblum knocked it out of the park playing himself, which is okay. I, I like Jeff Goldblum playing himself. He's uh, especially when he goes eccentric like he did. Um, but uh, Korg, I loved Korg. Korg is easily probably my favorite part of the movie just because uh, his his tone is so uh, it's, it seems so apathetic. It seems I I don't maybe I'm not maybe that's not the word, but um, he just seems so he's just like yeah man, here we go. Uh, I tried to start a revolution, but not. I guess the flyer didn't really get out. So there's that. Like and even even in the moments where he's like super excited about something, he just maintains that level of chill. And uh, uh, yeah, it's it, it just made for some really really hilarious moments, really hilarious lines. And uh, he was played by uh, the director of the movie. Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the hell out of this, but uh, Taika Tai Tai Taika Waititi Waititi. Wow. I might need a. <laughs> I'm gonna need a. Uh, let's let's hit let's hit up Wikipedia. My favorite place. See how how it's said. <laughs> also known as Taika Cohen. Hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. I feel like Nate's gonna rip me if he, if I don't. But you know what? Fuck him. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Anyway, yeah, back back to Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I I can't I can't praise this movie enough. It was such a fun movie. Uh, the the electronica like that '80s style um, music, the the sounds, the score. It, it was just out of this world, and it really it really uh, made the movie seem it, as animated as the movie was. You know. Uh, it really uh, complemented everything that was going on, where they were. Uh, the villain, Hela, played by Kate uh, Blanchett. She, I felt like I needed more, more of her, more of that character, more of that character's backstory. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I, I mean, she's she's definitely a better villain than uh the whatever the dark elves main guy was in the the dark thor the dark world uh the dark world was easily a very forgettable movie to me and i love these movies i i'm a i'm a guy that typically enjoys any movie i see i enjoyed thor the dark world but it didn't knock it out of the park for me i really enjoyed the first thor because i didn't know anything about thor before i saw that movie uh, I went into that movie comp- uh, a blank slate, not knowing what the fuck I was getting into. So uh, it, that really that really made me love the movie more. Um, 
same with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I didn't know any of those characters. I don't think anybody really knew those characters because they're not that big in the comics from what I know or remember. Um, but because of that movie, now people love them, and they're probably getting a lot more love in the comics too, which is great. Uh, another another actor in this movie uh, that I was completely... Uh, it, was, it was really unexpected for me was uh, Carl Urban. He played the executioner or scourge or whatever his name was in the movie. Uh, yes. He's credited as executioner. Uh, I feel like he had a real name in that. though. So I'm going to look that up. For, yeah. Scourge. It was definitely scourge. Okay. But yeah, he, he had some really funny moments, really cool moments. Um, he, he definitely played the, the character that you kind of know you're going to hate but laugh at and then of course he betrays all of asgard goes with hella uh becomes her little lackey but you can it the way i i don't know carl urban carl urban doesn't have the best track record in terms of um blockbuster hits uh he he plays i mean besides star trek he plays bones in star trek and that he did such a great job as that character as well but i mean he I mean, Pathfinder, uh, that movie sucked, uh, in my opinion. I it, I don't remember it, but he he's a great actor if he's in good movies. Like, Doom, I love that movie, but is it a good movie? No. Uh, but once again, he did such a good job portraying this character, Scourge, because, I mean, there's all these moments where you see hella order him to do something and then you you see it in his face like oh man should i do this uh like i thought this was going to be cool because she's kind of kicking everybody's ass and i felt like maybe i should follow her but uh she's kind of telling me to do some fucked up shit and i don't know if i like that but i gotta do it because she'll fucking murder the hell out of me if i don't uh so i guess i'm gonna do it and then of course by the end of it um he just he 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 redeems himself and uh of course ultimately sacrifices himself he has some yeah like i said he had some pretty funny parts in terms of like uh just him being himself and not hella's lackey uh the who whoa holy shit who was sam neil and it says sam neil is in this movie and i don't remember him being in this movie uh okay let's see who he's credited he is credited in this movie, and I don't know what the hell he played. But Sam Neill, good old Dr. Alan Grant from Jurassic Park. Oh, holy shit. Okay, so he played uh, in, in the movie at the, towards the beginning. There is a little skit when Thor returns to um, Thor returns home can't fucking think of the name right now but uh there's like a little skit where um odin is watching a play of uh loki's death basically and from the last the the previous movie dark world and uh sam neil plays odin plays the actor that's playing odin in the little uh play uh, also in there is luke hemsworth chris hemsworth's brother playing his playing thor and uh, also, uh, 
playing Loki is good old Matt Damon. I love, I love Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, so it was really, it was really cool cameos. Um, what? Oh, again, knocking it out of the park. Idris Elba playing Heimdall. Uh, I love Idris Elba. He's such a great actor. I, I love him kicking ass in everything he does. Uh, he kicked ass in um, what was that movie? Pacific Rim. Um, pretty sure he was in Prometheus, if I'm not mistaken. What is he in? Oh yeah, and he was in uh, Star Trek Beyond, also with Carl Urban. Um, anyway, so yeah, Thor, Thor Ragnarok, knocked it out of the park. Loved it. Uh, I give it a, you know, I. I want to give it a 10 because I, I can't find anything really truly wrong with the movie. Cause I mean, I mean, aside from needing more, uh, Hela being a badass, I, I guess I didn't really like the way Hela fought. I didn't like how she was like so projectile rather than, you know, just running. I mean, she, not to say she couldn't cause you clearly see her running up and kicking everyone's ass, but there was just too much, I'm gonna throw spikes at you. I'm gonna throw spikes at you. Eh, fuck that. I want to see you with a fucking sword. But grow a fucking sword out of your goddamn body or armor, or whatever the fuck that was, and go run up and kick every Asgardian's ass. Oh yeah, Asgard. That's the name of the place. I remembered it as I was. That's cool. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, fucking use a sword and kick everybody's ass. Cool projectiles, whatever. Her little her armor shit can grow these spikes and she can she can seem seemingly like use them at will so why not like so okay so she's fighting with a sword make her armor fight other people as cheesy as that would be but oh well so thor i'm gonna give it a, a tentative just under 10 <laughs> uh an, an almost five out of seven perfect score i don't know what that would be but anyway so, uh, like I said, uh, I've been having a, a lot of fun doing this, this podcast and it's, it's been a, a blast doing these last 12 episodes. I've had a lot of good times with a lot of good people. Uh, I can't wait to do more of these. Uh, I can't wait to eventually have my own feed. And, uh, so then I'll know exactly how much people are listening. I'll know how, what I need to do to, uh, get more people listening. I'll be able to promote myself individually rather than promote myself and then have to promote the network that we're on so that people go to the network, then they can get me. I mean, I, I'm going to keep promoting the network, but I'll have to work harder to promote myself. And that's that's going to be the true test of my passion, I guess, which is okay. I need to do this. I need. I, I, this is something uh, that I... I'm I'm doing for myself, and uh, you know I felt like I've really grown from this. I've really uh, being able to have a passion and make come up with a project. This this podcast being that project, and seeing it through to completion. That being actually launching it and doing multiple episodes, reaching episode ten. You know the the fabled episode ten, which I passed. Uh, now three episodes ago and 
so it's it's really cool that I've been able to actually see something through. Like it, it doesn't happen too often because my my drive, my work ethic usually isn't there. Normally, I'm a person who has my hands in all kinds of things, and if if, if something requires a certain amount of work, I'll get impatient with it and just leave it alone. Uh, it's happened with me in music. It's happened with me in art. It's happened with me in a lot of things. Like uh, I, I've I've decided I've done a lot of writing for uh, whether it be blogs or whatever, and it, it's it sucks because like I'm so passionate about so many things, and uh, to just get to the point where I'm I'm doing it and just lose complete drive to do it, and I think it's been really awesome that I've continued to have this drive for this podcast. And uh, the drive is not going away, and uh, I can't wait to see where this goes. I can't wait to take this to the next level. I can't wait to make T-shirts and posters and pens and stickers and be able to give them to people at like conventions, at whatever conventions the Journey into Comics Network goes to. Uh, LafiCon. I know we are we are slated to do LafiCon again this year, this coming year, in 2018, and uh, that's that's very exciting because we helped out. Or at the time, it wasn't me. I wasn't part of the actual Journey into Comics network because we weren't a network at the time. It was just Journey into Comics. But Journey into Comics hosted uh, all the panels at LafiCon 2017, and I was I was really happy to be a guest part of that. Uh, but this year, since I am part of the network, I'm very excited to actually be part of it, and uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun uh, along with anything else we do. Uh, last Last week, or eh, almost two weekends ago now, uh, we went, the the network, Nate, Veronica, Sarah, uh, Mike, Joanna, Caitlin, uh, actually Caitlin wasn't there, but um, Brandon, we all went and saw Justice League, we all had a good time, we all went over to Mike and Joanna's and we enjoyed it, and uh, we enjoyed each other, had a blast, had uh, no podcasting happen. It doesn't happen very often that we we get together and a podcast doesn't happen. But we just we just hung out and we had a good time. You know, it was it was really cool. Despite having I had I myself had the itch to podcast. I was like, you're together. Why could, why aren't we creating content? Yeah, but eh, it happens. And we need sometimes we need that. We need to take a step back and just enjoy each other's company rather than enjoy. Each, I mean, it it's. It's hard to not podcast because, well, we're already we're. It's work to an extent, but it's fun work, and we're already talking to each other. Why not record it? Record our conversations. But oh well. So yeah, I'm very excited to take this podcast to the next level. I'm very excited to possibly start doing more live streams. It, it it really sucks because I've had a couple people tell me how much they love my podcast. I'm like, really? You've been you've been listening? And then they tell me, oh yeah, I caught I caught the video. I watched you. I watched it. I'm like, okay, so you've watched a live stream, which is awesome. Thank you for all who watch the live streams. Thank you so much. You're it's so much fun to record a podcast and interact with people who are watching the podcast as it's being recorded uh but at the same time it's like guys like 
you're missing out on so much content because I've only live streamed three different episodes and I'm on episode 13. That's 10 episodes or well, yeah, that's 10. That's 10 episodes that you haven't heard because you're only watching, um, which I mean, that's okay. That's okay, I guess. I mean, because you're getting, I mean, you might not be into podcasting. You might not be into listening to podcasts or have a way to listen to podcasts, but I assure you, there's a way. We're on so many different medias. We're on we're on Stitcher Radio, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, uh, who knows what else? All kinds of shit. So I mean, you're, there's a way to listen to us, and I don't I don't know. I feel like you're I feel like if you're not listening to the show, you're you're really missing out on all the content I'm I'm providing you. My guests are providing you because uh, we're not always gonna live stream. I mean, sure, I would eventually like to get to a point where we, where every episode is live streamed. But right now, it's just a special thing we do here and there, every now and then. And uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, if you're listening, please keep listening. <laughs> I love doing this. I love doing this for whoever wants to listen. Uh, but the live stream, it's it's just it's just special right now. And, uh, eventually, I, I, I don't know. Like I've, I've thought about going on Twitch. Uh, Twitch would be fun. Like if I were to live stream every day, uh, maybe might even just straight up do a YouTube live stream. I don't know. Uh, cause it'd be, it'd be really cool to, uh, monetize this in some way so I can upgrade things and make, not exactly make a living off of this, obviously, but get, receive money from fans, you know? who want to see this grow and and be able to provide extra content, extra um, better equipment, better better everything so I can so I can bring stuff more more stuff to you guys. Uh, I would love for this to become like my full-time gig, but that is highly unlikely. It is a dream, but it is a dream I am worth work I it, it's a dream worth working toward because you know, I work at Subaru and it's it's getting harder and harder now that I have this passion and I know that people can live off of this passion. It's crazy to think that people can live off of just talking, but people have been doing it for years on radio stations and whatnot. And um, but I I can do it. I feel like if I had more time to commit to this, this would be so amazing. I mean, I already feel like it is pretty fucking amazing, but it could be so much more if I had the time every day to provide content and provide all this awesome content. And I feel like it'd be, and, and it, who do, who would, who wouldn't want to leave a factory to just sit at home and talk and make a living talking rather than building cars or building trailers or building manufacturing something, whatever. I mean, nothing against factory life. I've, actually really enjoyed my job for the last five years that I've worked there. I've enjoyed my job. I've enjoyed the people. Uh, it's, it's been able to provide me, uh, money so that I can not only survive, but it, it funds my passions. It's fun. It's allowed me to, it's allowed me to buy all these, all this equipment or well, technically the credit cards have allowed me to buy all this equipment, but the job allows me to pay the credit cards. Um, but yeah, it. I would love to do this full time, and 
it's it's getting harder every time every time uh, i go on a break like i just today we was our first day back from thanksgiving and we we were off from technically wednesday until today so i've had like five six day weekend and it was i had such a good time and every every time i come back every time it's time to come back it's it just gets harder and harder knowing that i could be doing this i don't i could i wouldn't have to come back because this is i I would just live my podcasting life and that i'd be okay with that i'd be completely okay with that but anyway so i'm gonna take a break real quick and i'm gonna play a song i feel like my my start on journey into comics was the metal cast and I i can't remember what episode it was it was one of the earlier episodes it was myself brando and nick torres and we we did the metal cast we talked about metal and i brought a song to play i think i can't remember if they did or not but i brought actually i brought two songs uh one of those being my own from the fallen mind and the other being uh rum gun salute by weed b which is nick maxon's band uh today i am going to bring you uh, a band from Kokomo, Indiana. They are called Minus Blindfold. Um, they're, they're, I don't know all the members of the band, but I know uh, Matty Kroll from uh, the other, his other band is uh, Dwarf Among Midgets. Uh, he is an awesome vocalist. Great dude, funny dude. Uh, love that guy. But yeah, this is Minus Blindfold Medicine. I love this song. Uh, I really dig this band because they're very deftonesy which you don't really get a lot of uh, newer bands like them. Uh, so it's really great to have that sound, have that, that kind of sound from the early 2000s or uh, mid-90s, early 2000s. And so I, I've always really enjoyed that because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of feeling in it. And I love music that has feeling. So here it is. This is Minus Blindfold Medicine.
And welcome back, everybody. Uh, that was Medicine by Minus Blindfold. Again, love that band. Love that song. Hope you guys really enjoyed it. Uh, moving along. So, let's see here. I think it was, I want to say, November 18th. Yeah, it was the, sa- it was the same night we all hung out. Uh the the network had their little hang our little hangout. Um, I went ahead and I had to dip a little bit early um, because my old band Drench was playing their first show in two years, and I I couldn't miss it. I there I mean I I left the band uh, in what I thought was good terms. So and they're so they're my friends. I've managed to stay in really good touch with uh, the drummer Alan because he bartends at the vault, which is a bar that I regularly visit um, mainly because I love the staff. I really enjoy going there. I like the atmosphere. Uh, and of course Alan's there. So I always love going in there and hitting him up and chatting him up. So yeah. So uh, the, the event was a pretty pretty stacked lineup from what i can remember uh let's see who who all was on there november 18th an evening with drench and friends so it was king's gambit space words blood of heroes fight like sin and drench uh i i showed up late because uh i've mostly not that i i have anything against the other bands i actually like the other bands but I wanted to get in as much uh, as much time with with uh, the podcasting network as I possibly could. Uh, unfortunately, I had to leave that even earlier than I had planned because uh, my girlfriend's car broke down on the way to my house. So uh, I had to go pick her up and figure all that out very unsuccessfully. Uh, so we just left it where it was until the morning. Uh, we did get it running. And it's now fixed for the the time being. Who knows? Who knows when it'll die again? But that's that's life. Shit happens. So anyway, we showed up relatively late. I think it was about ten o'clock or so, maybe a little after. Uh, after about an hour of messing around with the car, going back and forth between the car and Walmart, which is about five minute drive maybe 10 minutes depending on traffic uh but yeah so we showed up late uh it was just before i think fight like sin was sound checking and uh i i they're a good band they play good music very talented people uh, just not really a fan of them uh mostly for one person who i won't name but uh i'm i'm not bitter in terms of like why it's just how things were approached uh basically i they put up an ad on some facebook group a music group and uh, they said they needed a guitarist and uh i offered myself i said hey i'm not really the best guitarist but i feel like if i'm shown what to do and and we give it enough practice i could probably fill in I could, and who knows, maybe I could write, whatever. And uh, it just 
turned out they played in the same tuning as one of my guitars was already set up for and uh, it, that worked out that was cool um but then so they're like yeah here's here's some of our songs and um that was that so i waited about a week and a half goes by and they tell me this person contacts me says hey have any luck with any luck learning those songs i'm like well no you never sent me any tabs you never offered to set up a time with one of the guitarists to teach me the songs why why would i know these songs like it's like oh well i thought you could just learn it from listening i'm like no i already told you i'm not a very great guitar player like i i've been playing for 10 years but like i i i don't understand why he after hearing i'm not that i'm not the best guitar player that he assumed i could just learn from listening to songs on the internet like uh, i mean the guy is a super talented musician i hands down seen him play multiple times in multiple different uh facets be it his band fight like sin or uh professor joe's open mic nights very talented dude and you know like i I don't have too big a problem with him. He's always been, when approaching me in public, he's always been really cool with me. But anyway, so time goes by, and I feel uh, this is crazy because I'm supposed to be talking about the Drench show, but I'm talking about this little beef. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, but anyway, so time goes by, and turns out my buddy Josh, who does the open mic nights, or used to do the open mic nights, uh, he tells me, he's like, hey, this person was talking shit about you i'm like what he's like yeah he said he said he tried to um he, you wanted to be in the band and then you couldn't learn the songs and he was basically calling you a douchebag for it and it, he, he my friend josh he stuck up for me he's like well, what do you mean he's like well i mean he, he couldn't learn the songs and then he, he was trying to be in our band and it's like no <laughs> it's like there's there's nothing wrong with uh, him not being able to learn the songs from listening to it. I mean, I don't... Anyway, so yeah. So that, that rubbed me raw. That really rubbed me the wrong way when I found out about that. So I I don't exactly have the highest opinion of this person, but it is what it is. If he is listening and he knows he is being talked about, just know, like, I don't hate you. I'm just not your biggest fan. <laughs> but anyway, so Fight Like Sin played... Uh, after what could be considered like one of the longest fucking sound checks in the history of sound checks of trying to get everything so fucking perfect in the monitors and it's it, it was it, it seemed like it was a bit too much i don't understand why it took so long so yeah they played a set and it was it wasn't bad uh it's not the best stuff i've ever heard it's it's pretty good for around here uh, for that style, for that style, which is hard rock, alter- hard alternative rock and roll, I wouldn't quite go as far as saying it's metal, but I mean it's 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 really it was really cool, I guess. Uh, like I said, they're they're like the shine down of Lafayette, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they they finished up got off the stage i am really jealous because uh their guitarist has a um 
has probably I think one of the original Rhodes uh, amplifiers. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I think yeah, it, it was it was a combo amp. It wasn't it wasn't a head it wasn't a head and cab. It was just a combo amp, but uh, it had the Rhodes logo on it. And uh, Kyle Rhodes, he he did sound for um, my first band a couple times at Jerry Lee's Pub. Uh, he went on to, or at the time, he was still making the amps, and he let us use one. Uh, he he's since changed the name from Rhodes Amplification to KSR Amplification. Uh, he is now no longer in Lafayette. I think they moved over to Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, great fucking amps. Uh, I love the sound they make. Uh, they're ma- they're really making a boom amongst uh, musicians in the in the pro world, I guess. Uh, so I mean, I think. Uh, What's his name? Joel. Joel Strotzel. Strotzel. Uh, from Killswitch Engage. He's one of the guitarists in Killswitch Engage. He uses... He has one for live, and he has another one for his studio. And uh, uh, you see him on uh, Ryan Fluff Bruce's channel a lot. I've, I've, I've just seen him a lot. Uh, and I, it makes me so happy that they're making such a big splash in that world of boutique amplifier guitar amplifiers and cabinets uh, and it, it makes me proud that it's part of lafayette indiana and uh yeah i, I just I, i'm just i'm glad a local business is getting out there and kicking ass and i want one so bad but they're so fucking expensive i think it's like 1900 2000 for uh a ksr aries which is a an awesome little amp want it i want it so bad because it's got some killer ass tone. Anyway, so moving on. So they fight like sin gets off the stage, and on comes Drench. They start setting up, and um, yeah. So I, I I made sure I was front, down front, right in front of the stage, and uh, so yeah. They after after a brief sound check and set up, they uh, they began to play, and. They started off with a brand new song, or no, um, it wasn't a brand brand new song because they they had already written it before I joined the band, but I never got to learn it. I never, I guess it was it was also lyrically unfinished, and uh, they wanted me to finish it. I never got around to it. So basically, they played this song, so I got to hear it for the first time, or at least what I could hear of it. Uh, the bad thing about the Lafayette Theater and standing directly in front of the stage is there's no, there's no speakers to provide you with sound. You're basically getting all the stage, all the stage sound, and uh, everybody behind you, however, is getting the actual music. And that kind of, I wish the Lafayette Theater would do something about that, but it is what it is, I guess. So uh, I could I could basically barely hear what was going on, uh, and then so they moved on to a song that I I titled and started writing. Uh, it is now a song that is literally not the same song at all. My, aside from the chorus, is the only thing musically that remained the same. Uh, but it, it sounded good from what I, the, from the little I could hear. It's, uh, the whole set sounded great from what I could hear. Uh, um, they, they took another song that I wrote and rewrote, they changed the lyrics, but kept the name again. Uh, but they, they were, the music remained the same and that, that kind of bummed me out. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, different singer, different singer, different lyrics. 
that's how it goes sometimes uh i without really tooting my own horn like i i'm not gonna lie i i enjoyed my version of the song better uh that's just me that's just me uh nothing against uh their current vocalist who is actually their former vocal the guy i replaced uh he came back after a while and after i had left a while after i had left and uh yeah he uh john john beard he is an awesome vocalist uh he he's he's a very creative person he's a great writer i love what he does i love his voice uh he in studio he is awesome however live i think he he really suffers and he really he really drags the band's performance down and i think that really sucks because he's such such a great writer and has such a fantastic voice and from what i understand he was a he's a little inebriated which uh from what i had heard before was a pretty common thing for him to be uh drunk on stage and not exactly give his all which sucks like i said he's he's such a great such a great um vocalist and writer but not the best performer i mean he doesn't he doesn't really put on much of a show he just sings and does it and you can kind of you you can tell he's into it but he's just in a little box and he 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 needs to get out of that box i think but uh so it it sucks it sucks witnessing this because I had I I loved being in that band. I loved the music we were making. I loved the music that they already had that I was trying to learn of his. Like he he had some really big shoes to fill in terms of writing, and uh, I think they a few of the members of the band kind of expected that of me, and uh, they knew I had it in me. They they knew I know. I myself and the rest of them know how much potential I have, have slash had, and uh, it was just it was just wasted. I couldn't. My my heart just isn't into music like it used to be. Uh, writing and all that. It's just I'm not where I was, so it's it's very difficult for me to focus on writing lyrics. It's far. It's hard for me to to. Um, vibe off of music and let the music drive me drive myself and my lyrics um so it's i i was holding the band back and that is why i left i was tired of holding them back i could see it i could hear it in their voices i could i could hear their frustration and i just it was stressing me out it was stressing me all to hell and i I just couldn't do it anymore so i left and seeing this show really bummed me out because i know i could have i could have made that show so much better not once again not not to not to show any ego or say i'm better than john as a vocalist cuz he is worlds above me as a vocalist uh i think i i mean there are things that he can do i can't do there are things that i can do that he can't do like he's he's not a screamer i can scream and that's something i was doing in that band that was something i was doing for some of the songs we had uh but it just it wasn't working for me and once i saw this show it kind of it, it like i said it bummed me out because that could have been me up there and for me to sit back and have to watch this and 
it, 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 as I said, it just bummed me out. It just, it really bummed me out because it could have been me. It could have been, those could have been my songs. Those could have been my lyrics. And I could have put on one fucking hell of a show because I know, I know my stage presence and I know what that music does to me and how it makes me feel and what it makes me want to do when I'm, while I'm performing it. And it would have been a hell of a show, (laughs) but it, it, it is what it is. Again, it is what it is. And I I made my choice. I left the band. Uh, who's, to, who's to say if I were to remain in the band that they would have even had that show? Would we have even been to that point yet? Would we have been ready? I mean, that was their first show in two years. That was a year. almost. Uh, that was just slightly over a year to the date that I left the band that they finally had a new uh, a show. So who's to say they wouldn't have got fed up and kicked me out anyways? Uh, but yeah, I mean, and the crazy thing is, since then, I've, I think I've been, I've been given three or four songs from Will, the guitarist and writer for The Fallen Mind, uh, and I haven't done anything with him. I haven't done jack shit with him, because music just isn't really my thing anymore. They're, they're awesome songs. They're badass songs, and the same with the Drench songs that I had. They're awesome, badass songs. It's just I don't have the passion to write anymore. Uh, my passion shifted to what I'm doing right now, which is podcasting. And uh, it doesn't really require much creativity. It just requires me to talk and converse with people. And I love conversing with people because despite the fact that I'm a very introverted person, I'm a very social person. And yeah... It's it's just I hate to say it, but it's it's easier. It's easier for me. It doesn't stress me out to podcast, to come up with these shows, uh, to to talk to people. It, it's it's so much less stressful. It's so much less uh, creatively demanding in terms of my style, like the style of podcast that Podcastrophy is. It's it doesn't require a whole lot, so. That's why I'm kind of sticking with this. I mean, don't get me wrong. The itch has been there to make music. The itch has been there to take some time away and and write. But I, once again, it's one of those things that I, I, I get anxiety about it, I guess. And I, I, I know if I go to sit down, that's why I haven't sat down to do it. Because I know as soon as I do, I'm just going to sit there and waste like, three or four hours just sitting there listening to the same thing on repeat and be and not come up with anything. So for for that for me to think that it's just why bother? Why should I? When I can just sit here two, three hours a week with somebody and talk to them. And that's content. That is content people are gonna absorb hopefully and enjoy hopefully. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's my drench story. It was really, like I said, it was really good to see them. I, I really, despite how much it bummed me out, the performance of the singer, uh, it was really good to see all the guys up there finally performing in front of other people besides practicing. And I know they had that itch because when I joined the band, um, I think it had been like, maybe a year since their last show 
So they were they were definitely ready when I joined the band, and st- still, like seven eight months later, still no show. I can understand frustration. I was frustrated. I wanted to play, couldn't. We weren't ready. But yeah, it was it was really great seeing those guys again. I mean, I hadn't besides Alan, who I see who I saw almost weekly. Uh, I have not seen any of those guys since I quit the band. Uh, I've barely talked to the bass player, Aaron, aside from little random comments on Facebook here and there, but the rest of the band, not a word. And uh, I think the only person I didn't really talk to is Andreas, the the guitarist. Um, I talked to Lance, the other guitarist. I talked to Aaron, the bassist. I obviously talked to Alan. Um, So it it was really good to see all of them. It was really good to see them play. I wish... I wish I could have enjoyed the the singer's performance a little more. I wish I could have heard him a little more. But uh, nonetheless, I had a good time. I I enjoyed myself. And uh, yeah, that was that. Um, So other than that, moving on, um, I've been playing some video games lately. And uh, Black Friday was a couple days ago, and I picked up some games. Picked up. I got some. I got some deals. I got. Uh, I managed to get Doom Three for Xbox One. Very excited to play that again. That was one of my favorite Xbox games. Uh, I got Ark Survival Evolved. I think is what it's called. Uh, who knows when I'll get to that? But I've been wanting to play that. I've been wanting to play that for a while. But it's been on PC, and I hate PC gaming. Um, just because I don't. I don't have a controller for it, and I don't feel like buying a controller for it. Uh, I got that. I got um, Shadow of War. Who knows when I'll get to play that. I got um, uh, Call of Duty World War II. I played a little bit of split screen with my girlfriend with that. Uh, well, it's a Call of Duty game, but it was nice to uh, play some of those classic weapons from that you that you get in classic uh, World War II games, such as Medal of Honor or Call of Duty One, Two, Three. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was a good time. I think I'll enjoy that once I actually get around to playing it. Um, I got Deadpool for PlayStation 4, and I was severely disappointed with that because I loved it on PS3. And uh, so I, I got it. I was like, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the first level with it because I loved this game. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I get to play in it, and like every 10, 15 seconds, freeze frame. Uh, just It freezes. I don't I don't understand why. It's the PlayStation 4. It should be able to handle a bullshit game like Deadpool. By no means is it graphically demanding. By no means is it is, is it process it should it be processing a ton of things. There's not much going on graphically, gameplay-wise. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand the frame rate issues. I don't understand the the random stops. I mean, it it stops the whole game. It's not like it's it's not like it was like it just glitches out and I lose control. Like it, it stops the whole game. So I, as soon as it's back, I'm picking up exactly where it stopped. Um, so that I feel like that was a waste of twenty bucks. Uh, yeah, that that bummed me out severely. Um, I think that is all the games I got. Um, I on Sunday I find no. On Saturday, I finally beat the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC, The Frozen Wilds. Uh, I really enjoyed that DLC. I really, 
Horizon is definitely among my favorite games of all time. The story was really compelling, and uh, the gameplay was a lot of fun. Never got old. Uh, I, I mean, who's I, I can't say I didn't get pissed off at the game ever. I mean, who doesn't get pissed off at a game? But uh, regardless, I kept playing. I never, I, I, I never wanted to put it down. I wanted to finish it and play it to completion. Uh, same with the DLC. They added that it, the DLC takes place in the kind of in the middle of the story. And uh, despite the fact that I was level cap for the main story, uh, which uh, the the main story, the final the final quest is recommended for level thirty four, and I was level fifty. That's level cap. Uh, so it's. Level 30 is the recommended level for the DLC. However, once again, I was level 50. Being level 50 and going into the DLC, having the, the Shield Weaver armor, which is in-game armor, basically, uh, they they <laughs> I found out very quickly that they nerfed the living shit out of this armor. Because before, you could take hit after hit after hit after hit before it finally went down. And it was actually hit, taking your health, but it also regenerated regenerated really fast. So here I am going about going about this Frozen Wild DLC. I run into my first uh, new machine, and I found out really quickly that that thing packs a punch, knocks out your fucking armor real quick, and then that armor also doesn't regenerate as fast and uh they're also a bitch to fight i i still haven't gotten used to fighting the newer the newer machines uh but that being said being level cap for the main game which is 50 it was still challenging the new the new content was challenging and that that was a lot of fun to have that challenge again to not go into something and just wipe the floor with it uh, the, once again, the story super compelling. All the characters, great characters, great voice acting, great um, motion performance capturing. Um, all all the characters, all the actors that played the characters, excellent job, excellent job. Love the Frozen Wild DLC. Uh, this it really hit, once again moving performances really hits you. The whole game is just. Ugh, absolutely fantastic i can't recommend it more i can't recommend the dlc more get it if you haven't if you haven't played it play it please um other than that i've been watching punisher um about i think i'm on episode eight now and i'm really enjoying that uh, i can't wait to get with one of the guys and hopefully talk about it uh finished up stranger things 2 with my girlfriend it was a slow it was a slow burn but i finally got it done uh, my girlfriend and i we don't always have the most time together so it's it's uh it, when you watch a show with somebody and you don't have a lot of time together it can get it can take a while especially if you're only watching like one episode a night but luckily we had all this uh i had i had all these days off over the last week so we managed to binge the hell out of it get it knocked out I uh, can't wait to go back and listen to last week's Journey into Comics, where they broke down the season two of Stranger Things. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really think I have anything else to say. Uh, 
this has been a really odd thing for me to do. I'm not used to doing this whole solo casting thing. Uh, somehow I managed to drone on for an hour. So I hope, I hope people are still actually listening. But uh, if that will do it, please, if you haven't already, go subscribe to the Journey in the Comics Network. Like them on Facebook. Like my page on Facebook. Please share Share my page. Share the Journey in a Comic page. Get Invite people in. Get as many people to listen to this as you possibly can. If you really love this podcast, show it. Please invite as many people to share share the content. Get people to listen because I think what we're doing here is a really good thing. I think we provide a lot of great content no matter who, no matter what you're into because we, we got brews with dudes it's a beer podcast. If you like beer, if you like drinking, please listen to Brews with Dudes because it's it's drinking and it's conversation and it's trying new beers and trying new things. It's awesome. Uh, if you're into comics and nerd culture, Journey into Comics is the podcast for you. They talk we talk about all kinds of things, uh, nerd, be it superhero movies, superhero comics, The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead comics, uh, everything nerd. It's great. Two great hosts, Nate and Brando. Love those guys. Uh, we got Game Addicts, hosted by Brando and Mike Norris, uh, where they they go over what's go they go over their pickups and classic games, and uh, they talk about the current current gaming news. Uh, you got you got the Butt Stuff podcast, and that's just that's that's just its own thing. You never know what you're gonna get with those girls, Caitlin and Joanna. Uh, you got uh, I think literature. I don't know if it's per- if it's premiered yet. I haven't look to see sorry joanna <laughs> but uh, uh you then you have your current events and politics and whatever the hell else andrew poor of the poor report wants to talk about on the poor report uh i think i think that's it uh you got nate's other podcast the voice of survival uh which i will i believe i am going to be on the next episode episode 10 of the voice of survival i can't wait to go go up there and record that with him it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, he's also got his other podcast, Foodies Watching Movies, where they talk about food and they talk about movies. And that is also hosted by Veronica Evans, Lauren Million, and Andrew Poor of The Poor Report. And uh, we also have a Patreon. So if you want early access to this episode and any future episodes, uh, as soon as it is ready, edited and ready to go, just donate $1 a month. You can cancel at any time if you don't want to do it anymore. If you want extra bonus content, it only costs two more dollars. So $3 a month, you can cancel at any time. You get early access to podcasts as soon as they're ready. Uh, and then you get whatever extra content we decide to put out there. I think it's, I can't remember if it's just whatever we put out or if it's like once a month, every month gets its own uh, bonus content. But You'll have, to, you'll have to go to the Patreon and find out. Um, if that is all, that is all. So please, everybody, make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys. Woke up this morning With my dick in my hand Right of me, just like I planned, it's gonna be a
Yeah. Hey.